we all feel like we're bad at expressing ourselves, that everyone else is doing well. It's the same with life, like, everyone's like, oh, I wish I had their life, or whatever. But at the end, we're all, like, going through the same things, and everyone seems to be struggling to express themselves. Because I've asked people, and rarely have I gotten the responses like, oh, yeah, I'm really good at expressing myself. Hi and welcome back to the Zontak Got Nothing podcast. Today we're joined again because fans have been asking and wondering what happened to you. Puya. Woo! It's me again for the third time. I think this is actually I'm the most popular guest at this point. Sorry, Mesma, I'm taking your spot. <laughs> you're actually honestly you're le- you're really like taking him over right now. Like one more episode and then you're like you, you took him over actually. I think he has only three. Wow, we I recorded four, but <laughs> we recorded four, but we only had uh, four release, uh, three released. Mm-hmm. So, oh, so yeah. he has another one coming up in the future. No, 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 no. Unfortunately, that kind of got the audio is not good enough to like it's clipping and everything, and I can't fix it. So, unfortunately, it's gonna go wow. to the pile of lost episodes. <laughs> How unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we put so much effort and in, uh, into that episode, but unfortunately it's it it wasn't meant to be. Yeah, it's so, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um well, uh since it's the third time, I can I don't see you as a guest anymore. You kind of like a re- recurring star. <laughs> <laughs> This is wow. Yeah. You're f- flattering me already. <laughs> flattering again. <laughs> it's, a, it's a thing in our episodes that we keep flattering each other, I think. Uh, yeah. Very kind. So how have you been, man? I've been doing great. It's It's been um, quite busy. Uh, New Year's has been great. Like, I personally never have New Year's resolution, but as we mentioned last time, it was my birthday a few days before the New Year's. Oh yeah, so that's I really, have, when I like, released your when I released your second episode on your birthday. Exactly, it was on my birthday. So thank you so much. <laughs> um, but you're welcome, bro. Usually, like I have goals that I set during my birthdays. So you could say they're like New Year's resolution, but it's more like birthday resolutions kind of thing. Like looking back into how I've done in my life and what I take for granted and what I can improve myself on. And one of the goals I've set is like. Meeting Will Smith. I don't know if I'm there yet. <laughs> Not ready yet. Confidence. <laughs> But um, jokes aside, I think um, I realized after listening to your podcast that um, while I speak, okay, um, my pronunciation isn't too great or I'm not too clear about my thoughts. So I realized I should improve um, the way I express myself both in writing as well as speaking. And it's something I actually struggle with a lot um i'm a pretty loud person and you can hear me across the room and people get to know me fast but usually they're really confused within the first yeah, i remember before you. meeting you i heard you laugh first exactly so. <laughs> oh it's that guy <laughs> yeah beautiful laugh bro it's a beautiful laugh mm-hmm. yeah I, i mean i laugh a lot too so it's it's great to get the energy out and people really like it but it's hard to start like deeper conversations like right away basically which i like to do <laughs> yeah yeah i remember uh, when we met like uh, the, our conversations usually were like 
it it ranged as as in this podcast it ranged from like very very you know vain things to like very mm. like deeper stuff to so like there's like a spectrum you can have like many conversations with about so yeah yeah so expressing yourself man like i also actually have um how would you say that a problem expressing myself like mm-hmm. in general like I, I i grew up um so i started speaking turkish first because it's my parents language my mother tongue if you mm-hmm. will and then when i started going to kindergarten i started actually speaking more german than turkish and then in in, in primary school and uh, middle school there was this whole thing about me having dyslexia so like i have reading and writing problems so it's not like very bad but like it's like i just struggled reading properly i would stutter a lot and when i write or when i listen and write i would forget words or i'd write words uh, the wrong way i'd miss letters um but it can range from that to like people really just letters moving while they're reading stuff Mm-hmm. So all my life I've been having problems expressing myself in in the written form. But talking was always my strength. Like talking um always was easier for me than writing. So Yeah. I mean uh, we're talkative people too. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know if that's actually a plus having us on one episode because we probably <laughs> won't get everything out we want to but yeah well that's no, what but, we're recording but yeah, keep yeah going about, um, no, no i was gonna thing. ask no no i was gonna ask because i mean mm. your native language is also not english right you learned that later on in your life yeah so i think when i grew up i i started like speaking farsi i don't think that's what happened actually. Um, <laughs> or was it was it uh, arabic no. <laughs> it's farsi um uh, and what well, is farsi what, what is farsi maybe some people don't know what farsi okay is. so it's the it's the <laughs> language spoken in iran um yeah so it's, it's like it's, Ira- it's persian it's it's sometimes called farsi sometimes called persian but is there a difference actually no they're the exact same thing so okay english version of farsi some people say persian oh like okay, translates okay. as persian instead of farsi i think oh okay okay um but anyways i grew up let me check that first that. just just you want to check it your okay. claim okay. yeah give right. me give me a second i'm going to google translate uh say it's language and it's and wait yeah it, yeah persian <laughs> i thought it would say farsi to be honest because i remember once i saw farsi but bro what can i say it's you should, should text we should we should tell google to to get their stuff right uh, I, I anyways but i grew up speaking farsi or persian um and then when we changed countries i mean we refused to turkey um that was when i was grade four middle of grade four and i didn't speak any turkish but um if you know about turkey and azerbaijan which is the language my parents speak so Azeri, mm-hmm. um it's pretty similar yeah. to turkish so i kind of understood Azeri because like when my parents like do their talk really they don't want us to understand 
you get used to it and you understand eventually, right? But how so, come if your parents spoke Azeri, how do you mm-hmm. not speak Azeri? Okay, so Azeri is spoken in the northern area of Iran, basically. And um, we were, mm-hmm. I was born in the capital, which is Farsi, mainly. And there's people who speak Azeri, but it's mostly at home. And my parents didn't really speak Azeri at home unless, like, it was something private or we had, like, guests over from the northern part of Iran, which is, like, the Azerbaijan provinces, basically. So Tabriz and Urmia. Um, mm, okay, okay. But, yeah. But you so didn't pick up and from your parents? Pick it up from your parents? I picked up a bit, but I wasn't, like, pursuing... Like, I wasn't pursuing to learn it as much, and it wasn't, like, a priority, because already I was struggling speaking Farsi properly. Like, I... You can ask my oh, brother. Okay. I would share stories and get really excited, but I would jump from one end to the other end, and it was, like, very messed up. So, <clears throat> anyways. Spoke Farsi, and then... I went to Turkey in middle of grade four and then learned some Turkish, just speaking, not writing, because kind of skipped school, which is illegal, by the way, so don't skip school um, for two years. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> um, but a good I example. Like, Turkish. <laughs> and then when I went to Canada, this was like grade seven, um, I would mix up English and Turkish. And in the middle of grade seven, I think towards the end of grade seven i started forgetting turkish it was absolutely weird and every well, word speaking language up. probably leads to forgetting the language yeah i think it's because i spoke turkish instead of english like i would use the same like let's say i'm saying a sentence in the middle of the sentence i would say the turkish word instead of the english word because my brain mm-hmm. would translate to another language from farsi right Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it was it was a bit of a pain and i think automatically my brain just forgot about it and eventually now that i don't i try to like watch turkish tv shows because they're really funny um zero and very dramatic it's as if i've never like heard that language well actually if i hear the language i'll know it's turkish but it's as if i actually never learned it which is very weird but I think um, there's a common pattern, like, when you learn many more languages and you're not practicing them, then it's kind of hard to actually fully grasp any language. Yeah, I, I hear a lot of people sometimes say, oh yeah, I spoke French, but I haven't spoken it for five years, so I yeah. can only understand I cannot speak it anymore. I'm like, oh man, like, I would feel so, like, I even today feel sometimes stupid if I don't know the word in Turkish or in German. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so eager to to really, like, when I speak a language, I try to speak only that language. So when yeah. I speak Turkish, I try to just, like, phrase that sentence in Turkish. And if I don't know a word, I describe it in Turkish until someone can mm-hmm. explain it to me. And that I learned to do after starting to speak English. Like after yeah. I went to my boarding school, instead of asking a German person at the school what that word is in English, I described it in English. You know, that way I would also like learn how to describe things, but also learn the word and know, like I know the definition of it or the meaning of a word, mm-hmm. but I don't know the word itself, you know? Exactly. That's a perfect way actually to learn a language. It's not, it's a great way. I mean, not a perfect way, maybe. 
<laughs> well, it's one of the ways you can yeah. you can learn language. I mean, I think there's also like film, there's music, um, exactly. other ways of expressions actually that help you understand or see how language can be used. Mm-hmm. Like my question would be, do you think that knowing more languages will help you express yourself better? You know. Honestly, I don't know. I I well, we know that learning languages is helps the brain develop more, right? And it it's it basically don't quote me on the this part, um. But I'm pretty sure. Don't like, worry, I won't, I won't use anything you say here. Uh, <laughs> as a... <laughs> He's gonna fact check everything. Um. <laughs> so but... Puya said, <laughs> but science says otherwise. <laughs> um, I think. When you learn a new language, everything in your brain like needs to be remodeled, basically, right? In mm-hmm, that new mm-hmm. language, so it it takes a lot of brain power, which is really good to grow. But I'm not sure if that really helps you express yourself more. And I think the only way you can express yourself more is to actually express yourself more. Mm-hmm. And how, 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 that. what is what is uh, what is one way for you to express yourself? Like well, um, a strong mm-hmm. way, or what is like? What do you think is a strong medium? For me, speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think we, as we mentioned before, we were both very talkative, so we both talk a lot. <laughs> um, sometimes good, sometimes bad. You never know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it leads to deep conversations, and it's always interesting. Um, but I think for me, speaking has been easier and. Especially through in person, because then I can understand the individual by their reaction. Like if I'm sharing too much, then I can stop. Um, but it's easier for me to express myself through just speaking as well as like the physical movement. So you can kind of understand I'm a bit nervous or I'm very confident depending on the situation, right? And yeah. this, it's easy to tell if someone's like nervous, if they're like fidgeting around and they're usually not fidgeting around. Then you know when they're speaking of something, it's it's making them a bit nervous. So you you listen a bit more attentively, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's very important for me to be able to speak more um, with more clarity, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. And as well as writing, I always thought my writing's pretty bad um, until I started writing, and I realized I'm not too bad. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was I was shocked actually in uh, university that you were that good. <laughs> like, oh shoot, man! Look at this. I'm like Shakespeare, man. <laughs> I wasn't Shakespeare at all. But uh, I, it's funny because like first year university, um, one of my friends who probably is listening to this podcast because I know he listens. Um, he got to like, you a really or great... <laughs> I listen to like, the podcast. You tell him to listen to this. He actually just listens because he he's interested. Um, but yeah, he, he he did really well in like high school English, and then we got into university, and we both got the same grade, and that gave me so much confidence. We both did pretty bad, so we didn't do great, but <laughs> but we both like passed the class anyways. And I realized I'm not the only one that's struggling with English, just writing it, um, and that it's. You don't have to be born in Canada or in the United States or any speaking English speaking country to struggle with writing English. And writing is a hard medium for many yeah. people. So I I started improving on it a bit and through some 
English classes that we have to take, I've improved a bit, and I think now I would say I'm okay at writing. I'm not like perfect, but I'm university level. Yeah, it's it, practice makes improvement. I guess like exactly. the more you write, the better you get at it. Like I think, and it's funny because my weakness is writing, but I mm. I like to like I always was fascinated by songwriting or um, uh, listening to lyrics. And also like script writing and watching movies and paying attention to what the character says. And now that I'm an aspiring filmmaker, I'm also writing my own scripts. But it's it's funny because it's it's my weakest part. Like as you said, like talking is my strength. So when I talk, I can express my, myself better. Um, sometimes, well, sometimes not so good, but most times very good. Um, and and then. With writing, it's it's a little harder because at the same time when you write, you can have second thoughts, whereas when you talk, it's the moment you say things, right? Exactly. Which is good and bad at at the same time because sometimes you just say things you don't mean that way or you don't want to say, mm -hmm. but it just comes out because you don't know how else to say it, and then and you I'm can like hurt someone's feelings. You can't go back. You can't erase yeah. it. <laughs> 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 yeah, words are, sad words are done, and and only thing you can do is reflect on them and then improve yourself, knowing that you said certain things. Yeah, but um, I mean, yeah, like uh, I used to write a lot of like poetry. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't you wouldn't believe that if you if you know me. Like, <laughs> poetry is just like it's such an oxymoron. It's like I don't know a, a mouse flying or something. And um, wait, wait, but bats are kind of a flying mouse, so I guess it's possible. I don't know. <laughs> the biologists that listen to this really like, oh my god, man, this guy is bats making up things right now. <laughs> okay. Anyways. <laughs> Well, bats look like my mouse, like like a mouse, but yeah. with wings, don't you think? Like, I don't know. Because, okay, you know what? In German, a bat is called a Fledermaus, you know? So the word mouse is already in the word in German. But in English, it's just mouse and a bat. So, you know, like, it doesn't make sense. But in German, you would, it would make more sense to say that the... I see what you mean. That's why you... And so he said, I couldn't relate them. I can kind of see how they kind of look alike, but not really. I mean, they're both animals. Like yeah, I think, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, it's, it's you know, when you know so many languages, sometimes you have like like phrases that you use in one language, but they don't make sense in the other language. And exactly. that happened a lot of times. I used like phrases from German and just translated them into English. And people mm -hmm. just looked at me like, man, like it makes sense, but you don't say that here. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I got caught so many times with doing that stuff. Um, but... Uh, yeah, like, uh, and the more I wrote scripts, basically, I, mm -hmm. I got I got better in, in writing certain dialogues, mm -hmm. but, like, the less I wrote them, like, it, it either gets stuck or it declines, you know, the less you practice yes. something, the less, like, it will, it, it will be, like, it will go down, you know, and that's just, mm -hmm. like, the, 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 what do you call it, the, uh, the, the meaning of practice, how important yeah. that is. And... I think um, I was watching this um, TED talk about learning how, I don't know if you know Josh Kaufman, I think that's his name. Uh, basically, he, he's like a new parent and he's struggling with learning stuff and he's a home, he works from home as an entrepreneur and <clears throat> he found it hard to learn new stuff. And then if you have read the book Outliers, it basically mentions that you need 10,000 hours of practice to be good at something. Mm -hmm. And this yeah. this is like goes on to say 
a lot of people have watered that down to basically saying that you need 10,000 hours to learn something, which is not true. You need, you can do it within like 20 hours is basically what Josh Kaufman is saying. And he basically played the um, ukulele for 20 hours and then showed it in front of everyone at TED. Like, that's kind of scary. <laughs> um, but he basically mentioned that you can learn stuff within 20 hours of work and um, I th yeah, I think it's it, the practice that you put afterwards that really makes you great. So you kind of know stuff, you're good at it after like 20 hours, but you're not going to be great at doing it. And I think without practice, you go back to like the start point where you don't remember how to do stuff. And after a bit of practice, a few hours, you're, you'll get back to it, you know? And yeah. You also get rusty a little bit too. Exactly. Like I, I play guitar and I started mm -hmm. playing when I was 12 kind of taught myself here and there but also had friends that showed me some stuff mm -hmm. and then i stopped for a while like two to three years and then i picked it up again and i i know that if i had played for those two to three years like practiced yeah. every day then i would have been way better than i was back then and now i i keep picking it up now and learning new things too just mm -hmm. you know next to other things i do so it's like i think so uh, you're a those poet play guitar <laughs> Uh, make films, <laughs> podcasts. Clearly, clearly, I'm a I'm a very creative person. Like you can <laughs> see that already. That I, I my my way of expressing myself is anything creative. And handsome. Like, the, you, you were saying how hard <laughs> it is for you to express yourself in words yes. that you say. Sorry, what did you say? I didn't I said, get that. And, and handsome. Handsome. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? People that like girls that listen to this, they will just be like, "Man, Ilker and Puya are probably together." So I'm not gonna take a shot and text Ilker or something. You know, like you're ruining my, <laughs> my future possibilities of relationships, man. No, sorry, girl. I'm just joking. No, man, I I love you but too, yeah. bro. Love um, you. so, like, I think it's um, like interesting because I, you were talking about expressing yourself and how <laughs> hard it is for you, and I have the same thing. So sometimes what I do when I don't know how to express a feeling of mine, I usually point at a scene of a movie saying like, you see this, like how he feels right now, like that sadness or that happiness. That's how I felt when this and this happened or that's how I feel wow. now. Or I've like, never thought of that. Like genuinely, I mean, I've never seen that happen. It, it's almost like speaking wow. in sign language, you know, like, yeah, because uh, you don't know the words. You can just point at something, a picture and saying that that's, that this is how I feel. Mm -hmm. And, and in, in movies, uh, and I do it with, music too like i mean the reason i started listening to podcasts is because my music was very melancholic and i kept you know drowning in that melancholy mm -hmm. uh, mel mel melancholy that's what you call it sure i don't I know think, what that means well like you know uh, mel melancholy is like you know like that that little bit like sad feeling oh. a little bit like nostalgic but also sad mm -hmm. and like you kind you of uh, always deep in thought on like on like different emotions i think now but mm -hmm. before i continue i'm just gonna go on google right now <laughs> just <laughs> so what, what of, what's your music like um so a feeling of pensive sadness typically uh -huh. with no obvious cause <laughs> so there you go this like this is like the worst thing that could happen to you basically you don't know where it comes from but it just happened <laughs> you should have shown me the scene this is this is the definition of this word. 
<laughs> yeah, I should have shown you. Yeah, yeah. No, but like, uh, I realize like music. Uh, mm. Most of my music that I listen to is like you know when it comes from rock or grunge or post grunge or screamo. It's usually like oh, yeah. a sad tone to it, where like, oh, I'm alone in this world and I don't have anyone that loves me. Mm-hmm. And and they would always like speak to me a little bit because they would always describe a situation in my life that I have or had. And I would be like, oh, that's that's so cool. Like, I'm not alone in this. You know, this yeah. person sings about it. So this person also lived through this. Exactly. And then I can show a per- my friend or something saying like, yeah, just listen to this song and then you know how I feel right now. And now then it's his that person's own interpretation of the song as well. Because they might be just super happy about it. You never know. But... But it, it usually people pick it up because I think music and film, like it's always intent that the intent of music and film and arts in general is, is to really um, invoke emotions of a person. So whether mm. it's sadness, happiness, uh, I mean, joy um, or um, uh, what do you, other emotions, you know, love yeah, or like hate, anger or anything, yeah. anger, yeah, and 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 it worked with me. One of the reasons why I love film is that because I that's one of the medium medium mm-hmm. that I yeah. can use to express certain things that happened in my life that I cannot really understand sometimes mm-hmm. myself, but I can share with other people, and then they can give me their two cents to it, and then I can also like learn from the, their experience watching it or listening to it. Another reason why I made this podcast as well is because I need an output for so many thoughts I have, yeah. just you know to get it out there. No, I, I think it's great. Um, like the funny part is that we we all feel like we're bad at expressing ourselves. That everyone else is doing well. It's the same with life. Like everyone's like, oh, I wish I had their life or whatever. But at the end, we're all like going through the same things and everyone seems to be struggling to express themselves because i've asked people and rarely have i gotten the responses like oh yeah i'm really good at expressing myself but they might not even be aware that they're bad at expressing themselves (laughs) you know what i mean um but i think it's it's a really hard to do it because we are born in a society especially if you're in western culture where we're very individualistic so we mm-hmm. don't get to speak about ourselves and most people just go about their days on their phone checking instagram or some sort of social media to just not to speak with others and sure you can say social media is the cause but before it was like reading book on the sky train instead of talking to people so we always like do something to not be social and just close ourselves off a bit and it's it's, it's funny that you mention it because there's this yeah. study they made they put um, individuals in a room and told them mm-hmm. they have to wait. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it's it, there was like a percentage of people, they were testing what boredom does to a person. And yeah. at the same time, what they find out is that a person left alone with their thoughts, they would rather get electrocuted. So they had oh, also yeah. put like an electrocute, like, like, a, like a taser kind of thing there mm-hmm. to get shocked. And out of boredom, they some people did it, you know. Yeah. So, and 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 it shows that we cannot stay alone with our thoughts for longer than ten to fifteen minutes. We need to have yeah. interaction. Wasn't so, that study mentioning how men are also a bit worse than women in that aspect? That yeah, I think it, I think more more shot. men more yeah. men electrocuted, less women did it, and things like that. But I don't know the exact numbers, so yeah. I don't want to lean out too far of the window. So, but it was funny because. 
then they connected it to why like mm. what is it that 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 causes that because we are scared to really just be alone so social media is actually bridging those 10 to 15 minutes before like you said it was a book it was to think about something to feel like something's happening yeah. the radio or or playing games or whatever but now it's like the smartphone it's 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 instagram it's it's other things that just you know narrow down that window to to like honestly the moment you think you're alone all you have to do is just pick up your phone at the moment before that was yeah. not the case before you had to like go somewhere maybe or or just switch something on to hear something exactly or and see something but now it's right in your hand so the window just narrows down so exactly. evolutionary scene like our, our 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 open window to really understand our feelings and think about them is just really like so little that mm -hmm. at some point we won't even be talking about our feelings anymore we'd rather talk about other things right yeah so we don't learn how to actually talk about our feelings because we don't think it's important to do so but i can vouch for it. like it's always good to talk about your feelings you know yeah. like, and, and it, it was so interesting when you mentioned this study um because that's something i actually do on purpose um you know i get bored easily i'm very talkative too but if i'm like on a one-on-one -on -one situation with people that i don't really know i'll make it really awkward I'll make them feel really awkward or I'll make the scene really awkward. And it's the best way to get people out of their state as well. <laughs> Sorry. First thing. Yeah, ask someone um, out. Depends on the person. <laughs> I'll just like not speak and see what happens. Like I want to see their reaction, how they, they react to it or how I react to it as well. And some people hate it, hate being at, in that awkward moments. But then as soon awkward as you break out of it, stuff, yeah. yeah, as soon as you break out of it and you're comfortable, your friendship goes from like zero to hundred just like that honestly it's, it's crazy um i saw a meme from pulp fiction a movie mm. from the 90s where the i think yuma Furman thurman's character is talking about it how like if you can share science with a person how well you will actually get along with that person yeah exactly and and, I, and it's something uh for me as being this talkative person that i am mm not talking is is like it's it's really hard for me but sometimes there's this moments where it's just silence and then and then you just like sit there with a friend or with a with your family member or something and yeah. and 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 sometimes it feels really comfortable too yeah where there's no expectations or anything so yeah a sense of comfort it's it's great to get that point and i try to do that with all my friendships like putting them in an awkward position putting myself in an awkward I, position. I, I, I do that too, just to break the ice. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the best icebreaker in existence. I've tried everything, and I, I don't think anything beats it. If you have, like, ideas how to break the ice better than that, hit me up. Let me know. Especially if you're Will Smith, <laughs> the step hit me of up. on this now. <laughs> it's the best way of breaking the ice, guys. It's, so it's if you true. like someone, just be awkward around them. <laughs> it breaks the ice right away. <laughs> okay, like you should also be comfortable being awkward it's it's only that if you're uncomfortable then they're gonna be uncomfortable being awkward too you know yeah, it rubs off that's true exactly so if if i'm comfortable doing something awkward in front of someone then they get comfortable doing it as well and it's, and it shows it's how, like, how 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 you feel with them and how, how they are right yeah um i just went to the u.s like a few days last week actually and visited like some friends over the summer that we met over the summer and we played a game called golf and this game is absolutely ridiculous like it makes you go 
become really awkward. Like puts you in really awkward situations. It's it's basically like climbing up the ladder. Like you uh, spin the uh, dice and then you're given with dares or challenges to do. And if you don't do them, you move backwards basically. Or, okay. Um, yeah. And, or if you do them properly, you might get awarded. For example, like one of them was, I don't know, this was the the funniest one ever. It's like every time a uh, opponent does something, you chew on something and then just like bah. And it's, it's so hilarious because like what was that sound man? That was like a sheep going bat. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Bad>. exactly. <laughs> nice. it's so like awkward and. It, it, it breaks the ice though as, so, as soon as someone does it then you're like you know what i can do it too and it's it's so uncomfortable to do it but you get used but to it, it also shows a lot of trust and and how you really yeah. feel with that person if you can't be that way now of course like being weird is cool and when you can be weird with a friend and then you can be fully yourself you know exactly, yeah you don't have to put on a mask um and 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 for me for example a lot of people because i get comfortable really quickly with people and some people can't keep up with it so when i get comfortable with them they they think i'm i'm just like a weirdo or something but actually it's just like hey man like you're like we just met but i also honestly like i feel so comfortable around just i can't do these things because i feel very like just comfortable and and i think you're a cool guy and that's why i do this but Mm -hmm. like i don't know it, it shouldn't be like something where they think oh yeah so i'm i'm like a good friend of him now no not like that but it's just like I try not to think about how people think about me because mm. if if I if I just like if I am in a certain way and not the real person like at some point he will or she will see that person anyway exactly. so might as well just like just be yourself and don't you know change but then again there's also situations where you should do that like there's you know I don't know like in a, in a very luxurious party I'm not gonna go naked, for example. You know, like there's a certain way you, you do dress up, and then you you kind of act in a certain way. Yeah. But at the same time, you you don't let that completely restrict you and cuff you. You know, cuff you up. Yeah, like you shouldn't like act so like formal just because like I mean it depends on the situation. Like if someone's memorial, you're not gonna like go around dancing. That's just disrespectful. But <clears throat> you shouldn't also be feeling like judged all the time where you're yeah. stuck and the thought of shame is stopping you from doing stuff. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that again goes back to expressing yourself because if you're comfortable expressing yourself in any setting, then you're, you kind of, I feel like it's more to do with like how much you know, how much you feel like you're worthy as well. I don't know if that kind of mm-hmm. bridges into mm-hmm. it because if you, if you don't really understand or feel like you're worth something or deserving of it, then you're not going to be comfortable expressing yourself because you don't feel like your opinion matters per se. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's, it's kind of sad because if you look into it, um, obviously if you're a woman, it's going to be harder because of the way society has built us into it. And it just, it, it kind of sucks. Um, but it's even the same, like with, everyone in the world too right um where if you're from another country or another race then you don't feel as deserving as those from another race or in the country you belong yeah do you mean like being humble and like humility and Mm. being modest or is it more like 
I, I, I don't think, it, I mean, that's difference in culture, right? Um, some cultures are more assertive and some cultures are less assertive and more humble. Like, for mm-hmm. example, Middle Eastern cultures, everyone's assertive. Authoritarian. Yeah, they're kind of, like, they, they, they are, but they're not really. Like, they're very, what we say, tarofi, like. If they want to, oh, now you like, put, you, humble you put out your big Farsi words, man. Exactly. <laughs> you know, taro, tarof is one of the words I cannot explain to people, man. It's, it's it, it feels like it, that's exactly like you know expressing yourself. Like there's no word in another language that actually explains what like the actual translation of tarof is. Yeah, you can only explain it, but you, there's no exact word for it. Because and, it doesn't and, exist in other cultures as much, right? Um, I mean, it's okay to those people that don't know what it is. It's basically you want to do something, but you're gonna say no. And in a culture like that, you would understand. For instance, Elkrit will ask me, "Do you want to do a podcast?" I'll be like, "No, it's okay." Um, and he's expecting like, no, me to please. ask again. <laughs> yeah, expecting me to <laughs> ask again. Ask again. And uh, if Ilker asks again, then I know he wants me to do it. I'm like, if it's not a big deal, maybe sure. And I won't ever say yes. And from that, he'll understand that means a yes. <laughs> and then we'll do it. Uh, the funny thing is, you have the expectation that the person is going to ask again. Exactly. Like, what if that person just walks away? That happened once. Like, I, I offered someone a cookie, like, from a, from a, from a pack. I was like, here, yeah. bro, have a cookie. And he's like, no, thank you. And I was like, okay, sure. So I walked away. He's like, do you know what Tarof means? And I'm like... <laughs> yeah he's like yeah so why didn't you ask again i'm like bro man like what the heck man like if i ask you once that means i really want you to have some it's not like just that you're watching me eat it and yeah. you know like i want to share you know i I'm, if i ask you then i mean it like right that moment because and it's, it's so funny sincere, you know at first you're like oh he's offering it's a sincere place but he does not actually want me to have it that that's the thing with tarof it's it's very and 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 tarof in my opinion is kind of just to finish this also that you can continue with what you actually wanted to say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> tarof, actually, if I didn't know Farsi, I wouldn't know what Tarof means. And if mm-hmm. I didn't know what Tarof means, I wouldn't be able to use it. And honestly, in my everyday life, I do use Tarof as a word, even in German, in English, and in Turkish. Because there's yeah. no way, they, there's no word for it, so I just say Tarof. And mm-hmm. when people ask me what that means, then I try to, then I try my best to explain it the way you just did. Mm-hmm. And it sounds a little arrogant, to be honest. I'm <laughs> listening, yeah, with the expectation that he's gonna ask again. <laughs> it's but, there, though. Yeah, it's culturally acceptable. It's it's a norm to. It do can it. be mistaken to like being humble and you know just yeah. like being like, oh no, thank you, but actually like kind of wanting some. But you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, is also really really shady. But on the other hand, I do like to use that word because there is no other way of me expressing that moment with a person or telling a person that I'm tarofing or. I did that too. I was like, man, I'm tarofing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that person was like, oh, okay, what does that mean? And I had to explain it to them. Or they're like, oh man, don't tarof. Like that's also yeah, something we say. Don't tarof, man. Don't tarof. Yeah, but that's again, tarofing like, not to taro. <laughs> but that, that gets, tarof gets a deep, yeah. it's a deep. Tarof not puya. Yeah, I'm, pa- <laughs> I'm, I'm packing some of my Farsi skills uh, too now, bro. See, you also, okay. Anyways, going back to uh, the fact that expressing yourself and how different cultures come into it. Um, I think we were talking about how, uh, what I meant to say is that some some cultures have different ways of expressing themselves. So it can be taken differently. Um, 
as an example, I said like some Persians or Middle Easterns per se have tarof, and if you don't understand that, then it's hard to be able to understand what the other individual is saying or meaning to say. So there's like underlying meanings that are being per, um, portrayed that you might not be able to understand if you don't really understand the culture as much. Um, mm-hmm. And different cultures are obviously, as we mentioned, like differently direct. Like it's very indirect to Tarof. You're not going to be able, you don't express yourself fully. Whereas some cultures, I feel like they're more uh, direct. Uh, they'll just say what they mean. And for some, it's kind of rude, but it's just easier because it saves you some time and everything, in my opinion, to be able to mm-hmm. be very direct and not mm-hmm. get offended by be- people being direct to you. Um, yeah. So expressing yourself also depends on the culture you're born in and the the people that you're... Like the cultures that surround you as well, if that makes sense. Yeah, that, I I see what you're saying. It's mm-hmm. true. I mean, looking at how we, how we, I how I was brought up, it always came down to um, when am I comfortable enough to share this with a person or express myself in a certain way? Because, of course, when you meet a person very first time, you don't really share like the hardcore stuff with them, like what you're going through and things like yeah. that, right? Unless you feel really comfortable with them, and then you, you do slowly open up, mm-hmm. and 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 uh, I think that's also like just because you think that people don't care about you, and now that's like a thing that I have some like. So like me sharing my problems with some friends that I have, mm-hmm. and that I trust, uh, is one thing. But then not having those friends, so who do I share it with? So then you have some people like you know posting it on social media. Then you have some other people. Uh, taking it somewhere else and then they find people that care about them you know yeah um and i think that's because we also think like coming from school and everything where sometimes teachers don't even care about your grades and who you are and what Mm -hmm. you do and what your passions are we think that every person that we meet is first gonna be that way but i have learned all throughout my life that it's not true so if i meet a person sometimes i i right away care about them like in that moment yeah, because they're a good friend, or I like you know they're they're funny, they're they're it's joyful. So I want you know? that. Yeah, exactly. It's... Yeah, for a human being. Yeah. So like I think sometimes it's also just that that wiring that we think nobody mm-hmm. cares about us, but at the same time also to know that if a person doesn't like care at the moment doesn't mean that they don't care like ever, right? Like sometimes it's sometimes it's it's, it's just every person has their own life and own fair share too, right? So mm-hmm. it's a yeah. thing, but. It's also hard to really uh, know how to go through it. I don't have a life hack or anything to like really figure that out. It's usually just, you know, you know a person when you talk to them, like you said. Um, like in tarot, for example, you will notice if someone's actually taroting by yeah. their way of acting. So if you know a person well enough, you will notice how that they have something in their mind they would like to like express. So one thing that I think people don't do anymore is like asking how we're feeling, like, you know? asking someone how they're feeling like we don't do that we only ask how are you we only ask what have you been doing what have you been up to but we don't ask how are you feeling you know like Mm -hmm. what is in your heart is something bothering you like things like that where people have that opening where they know oh that person actually cares about what i feel what i want to talk about and it's it's kind of hard to even like talk about that because as you said we ask how you are and everyone's 
it's the same exact word unless like you're really creative and you want to give a creative answer but usually people just say i'm fine how are you and that's just to break the silence it gives zero information about anything but i think what you mentioned about how you feel is a bit better um i feel because it makes you think now you you don't expect someone to ask you how you feel you expected them to ask how you are you can't say i feel fine you could but i mean it, it sounds a bit awkward um well, it's Whereas, pretty clear if you text a girl how you're feeling and she says, I'm, f- I'm feeling fine, then you know that she doesn't want to talk to you. You know, <laughs> it's pretty obvious, I think. But well, if that it, person actually like, takes on that question. Fine, you know what I mean? Like, they're like fine as in like fancy. But anyways, um, <laughs> going back to, yeah, I, uh, like expressing yourself in that way is important too. Because we're in a culture that we're individualistic and we just say how you are and that's about it. And it's surface level talks that we do instead of going a bit deeper. Um, and something I try to do with one of my best friends is we try to um, share like um, something that made us sad, something that made us happy, and something we feel like we should just keep doing throughout the week. Uh, and we just shared about it like once. We only did it like two, three times, I believe. But basically, you about count how many times you share things. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't keep it going forever. Um, but it's someone that, nice that you can share with ten times is like a very good friend. Then, <laughs> like, there's like a scale. I would say he's like a very good friend. Um, but you actually know him. Um, it's me, man. I know. It's you. <laughs> you got me. I actually know him. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm also like an individual who talks about their friends a lot like if you know me you also know like my five closest friends even if you've never met them i'll mention them i'll just mention them by name and yeah i i know i get sick and tired of it too yeah it's, oh did he I'm talk joking, about me it's not ilker again he said my best friend but he's a ilker uh, <laughs> i hope you know, talk you talk about me man when you talk to i people. do because <laughs> okay. i do talk about you too bro hey that's great um, at but, least like five times a week okay so that makes me like i don't know half account. good friend of you half best friend or something i don't know i don't know but i think as you mentioned before you're very easy to become comfortable with and i think we i had that with you like very fast as well um but it's also was, easy to yeah. to be comfortable with you bro like you also oh. are very open so is this is this where it's going again yeah, man, it's inevitable, bro. It's just, it's just a thing. You, you, you kind of massage my shoulders, I massage yours, and it just goes that way. Like it just, it just happens. What can we do? It's just I'm born this way. Um, but, I don't know. Honestly, people can tell us. Maybe we should just like get a room or something. <laughs> hey, if they pay for the room, I don't mind. <laughs> um, but I like I was talking to one of my close friends. Um and uh like she's one of my best friends and she was she isn't the type of person that says names like she'll just be like oh i'm up with a friend and i'm very curious i want to know who's this friend like why? yeah man i'm your best friend man. who are you out with right now <laughs> exactly i'm supposed to be the best friend why am i not invited and i'll invite anyone to anything like if i'm on a unless it's like a date then i won't invite obviously so. <laughs> imagine man <laughs> but if i'm going out with you for example to movies and i know it's not a date which sometimes it is, by the way, for those who's interested. Elker and I went on dates. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you did invite people to our 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 movie outings. Well, I and I was like, man, like... what the heck? 
Why does she invite all these people? But I, I am the type of person like that. I, I always invite. Yeah, I'm, I also invite people so they have the choice of saying yes or no. Yeah. So, so they're given the choice, not decided for. Man, it kind of changed, huh? We talked about expression. Now we talked about movies. Bro, don't, don't, don't say these things, man. Just keep talking. People don't even notice that we changed the topic. They're just like probably sleeping at this point. <laughs> It's like a, it's like a you know, soothing podcast where like, people talk about everything around the world, the sky and the ocean, you know, and then just fall asleep. Yeah. Or and then the in the like, middle is like, you've reached your destination. And then they wake up in the middle of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, if you're just falling asleep in the spectrum right now, just wake up right now. You're, you're at Rar Station. Get up. You have to go to SFU right now. Uh, but... Yeah, so you also said you struggle with um, dyslexia. Um, do you still, you do you still have that or what? I mean, so we uh, talked about this forty minutes ago, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, man, you're like backtracking hard. <laughs> um, I mean, dyslexia is not the thing that you can get rid of. Really, yeah. it's something you can learn to live with, and then like mm. through. For me, it was always reading books and and actually writing that improved it. Okay, so, so like, it does improve. so you can improve it, but at the same time, my dyslexia, like, there's different types of it and different mm-hmm. um, levels as well. So I cannot really talk for everyone that has dyslexia. Yeah, but yeah, but it did actually uh, because I have dyslexia. As I said, uh, I found different ways of expressing next to movies and yeah. uh, and, and 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 music or pictures and stuff. I usually also used onomatopoeias you know what that is um no not sure so onomatopoeias is like a sound that is a word you know so like a bomb goes boom and you can write it b-o-m-b right so that's an onomatopoeia Mm -hmm. or or like crack and then it's like the sound but at the same time as the word so like i would use like and again i learned this in english 10 i remember yeah, I don't remember. And 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 you know why it stuck to me because I kept using onomatopoeias like every time mm-hmm. when I was like talking about a fight or something, I would always go like, so and then this guy was like, oh, and then I went over there and my fist and then, so like people could actually really picture what happened, but I wouldn't really use words to describe yes. what happened. It was just like the, those sound effects that I would put up that that got so far that now, uh, it sounds very realistic when something happens when I do sound effects you know so yeah i I, I think sound effects are a really great way of expressing as well it's it's interesting because it gives you it gives you more context than a word or 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 a paragraph could actually exactly like you make the like people fighting and they whoosh whoosh and you (laughs) that was like (laughs) (laughs) the people whoosh whoosh and then nothing happens you know you can have better like imagination of the scene like you're more into it i think yeah like i'm basically painting something rather than writing something for someone to imagine right yeah like the 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 thing is um our brain also doesn't like to be fooled right so like whenever we have a hard time to to think about something or to 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 express something our brain finds the easiest way of doing that really quickly you know Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it, it shows in different types, like this when I talk and then I make like sound effects or, you know, um, when it's like about math or something else, like um, it just gives out an answer. So the brain doesn't look stupid, you know, mm-hmm. and that's why we always are misled or our brain just, you know, that's why we call it the brain fart or something like where we just like yeah. 
just say something, but we don't have any context on the answer or if it actually makes sense. We just want, don't mm-hmm. want to just sit there and not say anything. So we just find an answer. So yeah. you just it just finds the easiest way to to kind of express something or say something. I think mm. now a neurologist. If we have any listeners that are neurologists, you can My now brother. reach out to us and tell us how like stupid it, it is what we're talking about. <laughs> but <laughs> hey, I think that's also like somehow uh, like one way of, of of coping with 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 something where we cannot express ourselves. I I, I want to ask you, how do you feel? Like, what what's something <laughs> that made you feel uncomfortable maybe in the past week? In the past week, something that yeah. made me uncomfortable. Or in this year, you know, it's been a long year. Okay. See, it's perfect because you wouldn't have thought about this. Like, well, I mean, I'm pretty thought. sure there's things that made me uncomfortable, but do I recall them? That's another thing, right? Yeah. We we keep like how much of what we know do we actually remember, and how much is fabricated? So yeah, I maybe could, what, what I made you really comfortable? Because we talked about it, I want to put it in really action. comfortable. Yeah, I was. Um, when I was hanging out with a friend uh, and we were in the bus and we were talking about different mm-hmm. um, goals and uh, different ways of achieving them, but also like sharing creative creativity. Like we were sharing like stuff like, um, so like TikTok. So you were out with a friend, but it wasn't me. But yeah, sure. <laughs> Bro, I'm all the way in Europe, man. Like, how am I supposed to? You can come here, and then we'll go out. Okay, go. Sure. sharing creative, yeah. No, man, you're trying to bust me right now, no, man. No. Oh, no, no, <laughs> no. But um, so like we were just in the bus and just sitting, and it was really comfortable because I was just being myself and really just sharing what I thought, and yeah, and that person was doing the exact same thing. At least that's how I felt, and then and then mm. we. We did have that connection where we were talking about these things. So uh, that was very comfortable. Very uncomfortable, I would say. Uh, another, uh, like a very uncomfortable feeling is when you, and and that happens like very often actually, and not mm-hmm. only necessarily with a specific person, but in this case, I guess specific person, but like, you know, when you, when you, when you try to like reach out to someone and you text them and they don't text back. And I, oh, we've yeah. been talking about this a lot in our episodes, but not necessarily ghosting, but it's just, it's just uncomfortable. That moment where you feel that they read it and they don't reply and then you just like sit there basically not being replied to. So like there's different <laughs> feelings that come. Yeah. But, I get but you. That, it's like uncomfortable. I'm not angry or anything. It's just very uncomfortable because then I'm just waiting and, you know, making up things for like excuses for a person that could just say something about it too. Right. Like I'm making up excuses like, Oh yeah, that person's probably just busy right now and things like that. Yeah. And doesn't reply. So like that is, re- that was, that made me really uncomfortable just because I was uncomfortable myself like that. But mm. that's again, it's not that person. It's just me actually making me feel that way too so if i yeah. were to control my emotions better i think that wouldn't be that way so mm-hmm. so how how is it for you what was what made you feel like how how what made you feel comfortable and what made you feel uncomfortable let's see see i didn't think you would throw it back at me <laughs> um but... bro i i'm so gonna like do that if you put me on the spotlight i'm doing that too bro <laughs> but i work um we're we're supposed to um do a presentation um and this is like a volunteer thing where you get to basically share about something you feel or find really interesting 
So it's it's called Lunch and Learn, and you're presenting in front of all the interns as well as some of the managers at work, basically. And these guys are like hardcore engineers, you know? So everyone's very closed off. And my presentation is the end, end of uh, January, so January 31st. Um, and everyone does a technical thing. So they talk about what they've achieved during work, what have they what projects they're working on and why it's important mm -hmm. and if you know me as we mentioned before i'm talkative I'm, I'm comfortable presenting about ideas that i already know so i was like what can i do to be very uncomfortable and i was like you know what i should talk about mental health and uh, so i've been like working on that and it's basically me sharing like how i became uh, how I was like very upset when I was like a child where um, I, was, I, I was very socially anxious actually as a kid if you didn't know this um, like in grade 7 I wouldn't go to school because I literally only had one friend in school um, I think you're not alone with that to be honest it's, yeah. it's, it, I feel like it's, it's, a, it's, it's a very common thing exactly at this no, time. mine was okay I don't want to say mine was like more insane what it was kind of insane like I even like puked in class because my friend didn't show up to class that's how bad it was and i would okay, miss that's class. pretty hardcore <laughs> yeah that, like, that's how bad it was it wasn't just like oh no my friend's not here i'm gonna be a bit sad and cry no i was like i, I can't go to school the next day that's how bad it was um and now if you know me i'm very social and i don't have any anxiety around that so like that's something i wanted to share about in work and hope it makes me it makes people feel more comfortable to share about their mental health as well as the state they're up. They but, started laughing, right? Sorry? <laughs> they started laughing at you. Uh, no, they probably won't. Um, I think I'll make them feel... Oh, you haven't upset. actually shared it yet? No, it's, it's on the 31st. I'm uncomfortable thinking about it and been working on the presentation for the past few weeks. But no, you should, you me, should, you should, you should do that, bro, honestly. Yeah. I mean, what, no, do you, I'll, what, I'm doing what have it. you got to lose? Exactly. I won't see the people again, but I want it to be a culture where people feel like yeah. it's okay. And you, you see people like share about like mental health issues and they're like, oh, mm -hmm. it's good to open up. It's good to do this. Mm -hmm. But no, no one, no one actually does it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like the presenter doesn't come up there and say, oh, I was depressed. But yeah. then it's like, oh, why should I open up? Like no, they're not going to open up. You know, why should I? But yeah. Another thing that made me uncomfortable this week was actually yesterday, which is two days ago, when this podcast goes up live. <laughs> so you don't have to keep saying when we're recording this podcast, man. People sorry. think we record this on Sunday, man. I mean, it's like the day off release. Two days ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw this two days ago. So on Friday. No, just yet, go, right? just say it, bro. <laughs> just don't even try. It. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um mary kane i don't know if you know her she's like an athlete and it was like talking about how no uh, she was like really good in her school she was one of the best runners and she was a great athlete and she got reached uh by nike reached out to her and she they're like we would like to train you full-time and this is like her dream to become the best athlete the best female mm -hmm. athlete is what she said she wanted to become and mm -hmm great opportunity everything but then when she goes to the area where she's getting trained by nike she realizes how the men are very um like 
they care about themselves. They don't care about the athlete as much. And this is not like I'm not trying to attack the Nike brand or the coach. Well, you they, already they destroyed involved. all my ways of actually <clears throat> getting like some 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 sponsorship. So it's yeah. fine. Don't worry about it. Bash it. But, uh, <laughs> but the point isn't that. But the fact that um, she felt like she was humiliated, like she was basically verbally abused about her weight, that she was like too fat to run properly, and she was an athlete. Like imagine that she was already really good, one of the best like high school runners. Yeah, man. What the heck? Like, how yeah. can they tell her that she's too fat? <laughs> she, exactly. she, she could reach out to by Nike, man. Like, I felt like so uncomfortable, like watching it, and like she was showing about how she caught herself eventually, and like she would run, and then the next day she was cutting herself as well, she was running, like doing a race, and she was all depressed. So I was like, whoa, like you wouldn't expect that at all. Like you see her run, like become like third place or something, because she didn't apparently become first place which was humiliating for her coach and she like the coach like made fun of her for that and um she was like telling the coach how she's cutting herself and the coach is like i think you gained weight maybe you should lose that instead of like talking about how you're cutting yourself let me just sleep i'm tired and i was like that's messed up like now she had like a dream and it's all been like gone because because you didn't have the necessary support and she exactly. Was just so that made me really, really uncomfortable. You probably see, you probably have seen the post I made on Instagram yesterday. So on Saturday, you post something on Instagram. No, see now you said it that it's gonna. <laughs> I'm posting it today, so which is yesterday. I haven't. I didn't see you post anything. No, I'm posting it today when we're recording after our recording. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So yeah, it'll yeah, be I, yesterday I, when you're post. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's interesting that you say that because I think that I think the same way. Yeah. Like places you work at should be places where there's communication happening. Yes. Places where you go to do something, there should always be communication, and never you should never ever you should you feel mm-hmm. like you can't share something like, and that it starts in the basic moment of a friendship, even like yeah. your friend should be able to tell you man i feel this way and i don't know what to do you know and uh, and and one one thing i've been trying to also like kind of learn and and, and just you know understand myself is also when when i have my friend or my, my my family members or my parents or something someone telling me something about how they feel then i say you know it's okay to feel that way like yes. you have any rights to feel that way don't think that you're stupid don't think that you are like you know like um a wannabe trying to get interest like trying to get attention or something no you have any rights to feel the way you feel exactly and i feel really 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 happy that you're sharing this with me and then because i don't have the proper training i don't know sometimes how to deal with it but one thing i do is i try to help somehow so whether it's with anecdotes but then at the same time they probably hopefully or sometimes i try to be really really uh short with that because i don't want them to think that i say you know you have to do this and then you're fine but when i share things and i say you know this is how i felt is not to 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 normalize or to 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 put like put their problems on the level of my problems no not at all it's just maybe this can help you you know but like Mm -hmm. it might not you know you choose but but it's like something um 
that that gives you maybe perspective because that happened to me to, so many times when I when I asked when I told my friends that I had a, that I felt a certain way, they always yeah. supported me and stuff. But the most important thing is that if you feel a certain way and you share it with a person, like or you someone shares something with you, how they mm-hmm. feel, like the most important thing is to say, you know what, it is okay to feel this way exactly. because yeah. one thing and I have that myself is I question myself, why do I feel this way? Mm-hmm. Is it even normal to feel this way? And it is. It is always normal to feel a certain way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if you don't, like, you are not um, unnormal. Like, you know, you, you're, not, you're, not, you're not stupid. You're not unnormal if you feel that way. It's normal to feel that way. We are human beings. We have emotions. And sometimes emotions gets the better of us. So, like, we can't control it. And then it's important to know that you have friends where you can share certain things. I think that's yeah. really important when 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 it comes to it so like even in my future plans of having a company like a production company or any any of my future colleagues that i might get um i will like i want that to be like you know a a a, a given thing like being able to share how you feel and stuff yeah I, I, if you I, look at companies nowadays like it's not really that exactly, spread. it's not part of it. Um, yeah. and I'm like honestly, I'm very grateful to work at Intel. I think they're really great at being inclusive. <laughs> okay, man. Like honestly, they're really good. Um, so even like, like having the opportunity to be able to share that is really cool. Um, because like so, guys, if you if you want to work at Intel, you already know they have a good policy for sharing feelings. <laughs> yeah, it's true. They they're really <laughs> inclusive. Um, no, and I, I think would, I think you know Alan. Oh, wait, Watts, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Do you know Alan Watts, this uh, philosopher? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so he goes on, on about the same things you just mentioned, how, like, f- the way you feel is okay. Like, embrace the way you feel instead of trying to mask it and hide it and, like, be like, oh, I shouldn't feel this way. It's okay to feel sad or angry at someone. And sometimes, like, when you share with friends, you you, you don't want them to be like, oh, Here's a solution. You just want to be hurt, you know? And yeah. that's mainly something we can do as listeners too is when just someone's listen, coming, yeah. yeah, just listen. Make them feel comfortable because you also probably felt the same way. And don't, you don't need to look back and to your own stories and be like, yeah, but I went through this and I'm, I'm not here complaining about it. Uh, <clears throat> because it's good to share and being open about your own feelings as well. And it really helps us like boost and help each other understand ourselves a bit more. Because as we mentioned, I think this was on the first podcast where we don't really, well, the mic couldn't be heard that well, but, um, and we don't really know ourselves enough even. So like when we're meeting up with friends, we're always getting to know them more and more, which is very interesting. And when you share more feelings with others, you can see how fast you get to know them. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. So Alan Watts, embrace your feelings is what he said. And I've been trying to do that. It's perfect. Yeah. To accept it as well. Because yeah. if you ask yourself, like, why do I feel so You will never find an answer anyway. Like, I mean, you could, because I mean, the end, I don't know. I ask myself sometimes, why do I feel this way? I don't want to feel this way. If you don't want to feel a certain way, then you have to go against. So, like, if I feel sad, I try to do something that. That makes me happy, mm. you know, where, for example, like make a video or play guitar or, or create yeah. something. Uh, now, of course, it's not 
that I try to forget that I'm sad. I, I know, like, I try to figure out why I'm sad and then how can I go against it mm-hmm. rather than let, letting the sadness take over and then me becoming angry and then just hating or being bitter at people, you know? Yeah. So it's, but, it's very important to yeah. also note that. Yeah. Because you don't want to be sad and, like, point fingers at people or, like, point fingers at yourself be like, oh, why are you so stupid? Yeah. Why are you feeling so upset all the time? But accepting that it's okay to be sad then you become happy it's like literally instant almost sometimes yeah Um, Yeah, that's true like even it's the same way like you mentioned how like we're both obviously single and accepting (laughs) that it's okay (laughs) oh man (laughs) what (laughs) oh man Uh, but no, it's really important to be able to accept the way you feel and feel okay with it. And I think it's so. so how funny. do you feel about being single then? I feel okay. <laughs> feel okay. I feel lonely. I'm honest about it, honestly. And uh, of course, I would like to have someone with me that I could, like, you know, build a life. Am together, I getting like... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, friends are good, but having that yeah. one person you want to make a life together is something yeah. else, right? That's, but at the same time, you got to be patient because there will be the time, you know? There's always the moment where this yeah, happens. So. Exactly. So, like, trust <laughs> Did me, you I'll say come. I'll come? No, I said I'll come. Like, oh, it'll come. Yeah. I said I'll come. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I mean, I can come to Germany if you want. Bro, you uh, have a house here. Just come and visit me. I've been thinking of traveling. Um, bro, like, we'll talk about you that. only have to buy a flight, bro. That's what I'm saying. You have to pay the ticket. Place to stay is already here. Oh my god. Honestly, yeah. all the listeners will be like, "Yo, Ilker, like, can I just come by and like stay at your place?" You're so generous. <laughs> can I come by? Don't pay rent and stay there, <laughs> like forever. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I. I. It's. It's very interesting. I was saying. Yeah. Like. It's okay to be single. You know. <laughs> I, I think I think like I felt lonely about it sometimes but I, it's not something I I usually feel like like loneliness I don't know like that that's a different topic but I I think um definitely next time you come to so yeah, we'll talk about loneliness there's a next time we can talk about loneliness and it's it's a different thing because like I'm if you know me I'm a very positive person and people like always think oh, this guy doesn't have anything bad in his life. He's always smiling. But then I'm only smiling because I'm happy at the moment. But then that's because I also, like, have issues, but I'm okay with it. Like, it's like, oh. Yeah, I mean, of course, uh, if you're a happy person, it's almost like a coping mechanism anyway that you're positive. You overcome that insecurity or those thoughts. But at the same time, it doesn't mean that uh, outside of that scene, you're not happy. Like, I... I think a lot of people think also that I'm very positive. Like, and I told them like, yeah, what else am I supposed to do? You know, like I, if I'm not positive, then like everything yeah, that happens in my life, yeah. I'll, I'll see negative and then I won't see the fruits I get from my experiences and stuff. Yeah. And, and sometimes yeah. it's bad when people um, connect the dots where, oh, if you're happy, you've never experienced anything sad. That's not true. So, yeah. And, yeah. and I think we said it before in one of our episodes that, you know, in order to, to understand what happiness is, you have to have experienced sadness to know what, exactly. what the absence of happiness feels like. 
And then you yeah. can say, oh man, I don't like this or like, oh man, it's good. It helped me, but now I want to be happy again. And then you just go for it. You know, like it always helps. Like it, it's a balance of things all the time. Yeah. Like just being happy all the time is, is not going to be, it's like having sun all the time, like seeing the sun all the time. And then you don't appreciate it, you know, after a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like there has true. to be some rain in order for us to appreciate the sun or yeah. even there has to be rain in order for something beautiful to happen, like a rainbow, you know? Exactly. Or in my like, case, there has to be the sun for me to appreciate the rain. Because I like the rain more than the sun. But that's a different topic. I like the I like <laughs> topic number two after <laughs> the fifth episode of it. Why does Puyo no, like the rain more I mean, than the sun? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, mean uh, I, I like the balance of it. Too much yeah. rain is, is, is also not good. But then too much sun is also not good. But like... It's true. Yeah. So I cannot imagine living in a country where it rains only, which I did, Vancouver. Yeah. Nine Vancouver months out of twelve months in a year. Rain. <laughs> it was raining. <laughs> and then and then uh or like in a country where there's only sun all day, mm. all night. Yeah. So yeah. But man, this is is I think uh this is it, man. Like we have been talking about this stuff for an hour now and a little bit more. Um, yeah, interesting. We I think this time we went a lot deeper. Oh we man, I think deep. every episode with you goes deeper into certain topics. Like we found certain things that we can have as topics for future episodes with you. That's for sure. Like everything is related to everything. <laughs> man, that's what I mean. With Santa got nothing, man. If you have nothing in your on to do, like these are the thoughts that probably come out in your head, and you can just share them here, right? Yeah. But yeah, thank you so much, Puya, for for again coming and and you know joining me on this journey and on this episode. I really really appreciate it. You're a very good friend, and it's always fun and uh, to talk to you about these things. And I always learn something new. Yeah, so I, I mean, I'm grateful of you having me here again and again and again. Um, I mean, it's also <laughs> cool because like it it is also a feeling of support you know yeah. having friends coming in and stuff and then having the bounty of being able to share things with that like this with you guys like or you specifically. yeah but uh, it's, it's a lot of fun so i mean for sure i i think it's perfect like i really like the podcast you post out there it, it's it takes a lot of like gut to do it actually because it, it's a bit like putting yourself out there you know so it's very amazing that you do it and one day when you have Will Smith, you can tell him, hey, you know. <laughs> Puyo was one of my, like, few first uh, guests. If you didn't know him, this is him. And then we, I can come to Germany and we, we like, talk about it. Um, but, yeah. Honestly, no, I, honestly you're like, laughing now, but imagine in the fifth 500th episode or something, Will Smith actually is like, yo, man, like, why not having you know, a podcast together? And then and I was like, yo, Puya, you have to, you have to come. <laughs> then it was us, us three talking about stuff. Yeah. But by then he's old. So I what? Mean, yeah. Does that change anything? Wiser, but I mean, Will has, Smith, man. Have you seen his like body though? Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, oh man. It's age. That's what happens, man. We all are going to go through that. No, he, he has like really great body for his age right now. Oh, uh, Okay. How old is he? I want to see. Wow, 1968. So he's yeah. like 52 now. Wow. 53. 51. What? Oh, yeah, 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 51. Yeah. So, I mean, as you said, this has been Sontag Got Nothing, episode 19. <laughs> yeah. 19. Your favorite yeah. guest. 
Really? Yeah. <laughs> you, since you said that, it's okay. I, you can say that. I, I don't want to like <laughs> say anything. Else. But yeah, it's, it's always a blast to have you as a guest, of course. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, for sure, I'll have you back again. Like mm. clearly, uh, I have, I have a, like as I said, I have a blast talking to you. So, um, any last words on your side? No, I think it's been great to talk about this, and we talked about a lot of things. So. If you got anything out of this podcast, know that it's okay the way you feel, that everyone goes through the same things, and that I hope you have a great 2020. Yeah, that's true. Thank Me too. You. I also wish you guys a happy 2020. Um, and just like we said, yeah, like we're just saying things, you know, this is not set in stone. Everything we say is just out of experience. So if you have, you know, I don't know, if, if anything helps you, let us know. If nothing helps you, let us know. Uh, if you don't care about it, let us know. <laughs> Like yeah. you can always reach out. Like there's no way, no better way of communicating thoughts and feelings, you know. So yeah, um, this is it from me, Puya. Yeah, I don't have anything else to share. What? So it's been great. Thank you. Thank you so much, and uh, you guys stay tuned and volume up. <laughs> <laughs>